0: Before I begin on the stories, I just wanted to mention, if you have your own personal scary story that you would like to send me for me to possibly narrate here on the channel, you can do so by sending it to southerncannibal.com. Now that all that's out of the way, let's begin. This whole story started when I was back in my early years in college. Before I could tell you the creepy part of this story, I have to tell you the pre-story, the background, if you will. We once had a neighbor that worked for a private agency that did a lot of work for the government. As far as the rumor mill says, he basically ordered himself a bride on the internet from Haiti. He brought this person over, married her, and even paid for her to go to school. But what happened is one day we saw him getting hauled away by the police. Now, this isn't the creepy part. This is just the start. After the guy was taken away, it eventually got out then he was apparently arrested and sent to federal prison for child pornography, which was strange as the only place they found the evidence was his home computer, which was hooked up to the same network as his computer at work. Now, this is why this is odd. It's because both computers were on a government network. He sure as heck would've got caught right away, right? And the other point is that he was never home during the time the computer was downloading the evidence. I mean, yeah, you can do damn near anything with a computer, but the only person home at those times was his wife. Anyways, he got arrested and he was taken to a federal prison, like I said. Well, then shortly after, the wife moves in her boyfriend from Haiti. And let me tell you, this man was strange. He would always sit in the garage, bug naked, with the garage door wide open. I really never felt comfortable with them next door, but the creepy part is that one night when I was just chilling in my bed, cuddled under the covers watching anime. I had then heard some yelling outside and the neighbor's floodlights going off. So I got out of my comfy space and I went to look out my window. I looked through the blinds and I saw the two standing on the side of the house screaming at each other. I just ignored them, and I went back to my comfortable spot and just continued watching TV. Well, they did this several more times over the next few hours. I, of course, being as nosy as I am, got up several times and looked, but it was really nothing more than a screaming match. So, about an hour after the last screaming match they had, There was a frantic knocking on our front door. This was about 2 a.m. in the morning at this time. So I turned off my TV and slipped silently out of the bed. The lady was pounding so hard on my door that it woke up my father, who actually slept on the other side of the house. In the dark, I can then hear a gun cock. And my dad then whisper, Stay there. He crept to the door and then looked out of the peephole. And that's when we then heard her banging on the neighbor's door on my dad's side of the house. The neighbor was now at 2 a.m. running to everyone's house on the street, just screaming, Help! He's going to kill me! And she was covered in blood. I believe every person on the street that night called the cops. The cops were there in about 15 minutes, taking everyone's statements. When they finally got to our house to take ours, and they found out that my room was on the side of the house next to theirs, They wanted to know if I saw or heard anything. I told them everything that I saw and heard. I told them how the two were arguing right outside the house several times, setting off the floodlights. Then the cop asked if I had saw a red car. I told him no, there was no red car. He kept trying to lead me into saying there was one. I kept telling him I was awake the entire time, and if anyone drove into the driveway, I would have not only heard it, but I would have saw it as it would have definitely set off the motion lights. I even added how those damn motion lights always wake me up every time they go off when I'm actually asleep. So no, there was no red car, just the two of them. The next morning, we woke up to a blood-saturated couch sitting outside on her curb. I have no idea what the hell actually happened, and I don't think I want to. When I was in grad school, I relocated from my home state to a new state five hours away to attend classes. The area around the university I was going to wasn't the safest, but I figured finding a nearby apartment was the easiest way to save on costs so that I didn't incur a ton of debt pursuing my degree. The building I moved into was basically a converted three-story house with a large two-story extension behind it. I lived in one of the middle units on the first floor, and I had a parking space in the very back of the building. I mostly kept to myself, but I inevitably ended up meeting my next door neighbors. They were a married couple with no kids, probably 10 or 12 years older than me. I found out through the building super that the husband was the son of the man who owned the entire property. The husband had been in a really bad automobile accident that left him with some lasting cognitive limitations. The wife seemed nice, but had a very dominating personality and talked a lot. They were both really enthusiastic to meet me and get to know me, which I initially chalked up to them being lonely. I would later start to suspect that they wanted some kind of relationship with me. It was that kind of weird vibe. They would frequently either sit outside their door or leave just their screen door close, so that they could see me and stop me while I walked to and from my car to my own apartment. These conversations would take anywhere from five minutes to half an hour before they'd get the hint that I was trying to go about my day. They would always end with an offer to have me over for dinner and a drink sometime, which I would always politely decline. Their friendly veneer towards me was even more unsettling, considering I would hear them getting into shouting matches most nights. Sometimes all night long while I tried to sleep. For a whole year I dealt with this, right before my lease was up in January, and I found a new place to live. I got really good at avoiding them, but when I was moving out, the husband finally caught me with boxes in my hand. He called after me. Hey, where are you going? I turned around to face him, but kept walking backwards, and then said, Oh, hi. I'm actually moving out this week. His eyes got wide, and he just stared at me, then saying, But you never came over for dinner. I didn't really know what to say to that, apart from, Yeah, I'm sorry we didn't get the chance. He stood in the middle of the driveway and just continued to stare at me without saying anything. So I turned back around and loaded the box into my car. As I left the complex with that load of stuff, I drove past him and he just continued to stare at me with wide eyes and an expressionless face. About two days later, I had moved all of my extra things out and was just living in the unit with my essentials. That night, it was brutally cold, with temperatures dropping down in the negatives. When the sun went down, all the electric in my unit went off. I didn't have access to my electrical panel, and when I called the super, he didn't answer. I ended up having to call the electric company to report an outage and gathered up my stuff to stay in my then girlfriend's parents' house. I went back the next morning, determined to move the last of my stuff once and for all, when I saw the electric company's truck pulled over in the street in front of the building. I was entering my unit when the workman came up to me and asked if I was the one who reported the outage. I said I was, and he gave a little chuckle, then saying, Well, buddy, you managed to piss somebody off. I asked him what he meant by that, and he said, The only outage in the building was to your unit. Normally, when a circuit is tripped, the switch flips to a halfway position to turn off. Your switch was flipped all the way off. So someone went down there and did that to you on purpose. I asked him where the switch was, and he said the basement storage unit, but that's only accessible by the super or the building owner. I pieced it all together and realized that my neighbor had turned off my power on the coldest night of the year. I didn't even bother confronting him about it, I just wanted to get the hell out of there. I finished packing up my stuff and left. Never looking back to see if he or his wife were watching me go. It was the summer of 2016, and I had just gotten married, and we moved and settled into a townhouse in a nice neighborhood. Life was going good. A few months had passed, and I found out that I was pregnant. My husband and I were extremely happy, along with the rest of our family. Now, this is an important part of the story. My mom and dad lived in a townhouse just right up from ours, and my grandparents lived in one between mine and my parents. We all loved the location, and the townhouses were extremely nice, and so we all just moved into one so that we could all be close to one another. We're a tight-knit family. My husband liked to go fishing at a local fishing tournament that my town held every weekend. The tournament would end really late and I used to just stay home most of the time, because for one, I constantly stayed nauseous and just very sick. For two, I couldn't handle the smell, especially being pregnant. So with nothing else to really do, I would just try and get some fresh air and try to enjoy the evenings with my mom and grandparents. That's when it all started. I began to notice my neighbor acting very strange. He lived in the last townhouse at the very end of the townhouse complex. However, we didn't have a mailbox slot or anything in our doors, so we had to check our mail at the entrance of the townhouse complex. He would drive into the complex and position his car to where he had a clear view of me and my family, as we would be sitting outside of the evenings. He would then proceed to check his mail And then after he checked his mail, he would just sit there. He would sit there for sometimes 30 minutes to an hour, just staring at us as we sat out on my Nana's porch. I knew he was staring at us because I could barely see his face, and his eyes locked into mine. His expression was so empty. He really creeped me out. He would do this every single evening. My family would get freaked out as well. And we always just told each other to just watch our backs. One night, I decided I was going to go over to the fishing pond with my husband and my dad for the evening. Well, needless to say, that didn't last too long. I got sick and had to head back home. I told my husband that if I started feeling better, I would come back. He agreed, and he told me to go home and get some rest. So, I then went home and I had watched a movie or two, and by then it was time to go pick up my husband, because I had dropped him off earlier that evening. I grabbed my keys, and I head across town. I picked him up, and we were on the way home. We were approaching a red light, when I would then seen a car approaching the back of my truck very quickly. I then told my husband to look back at this maniac. As the car got as close as it possibly could without hitting the bumper of our truck he was straight up on my ass the light turned green I quickly drove off and I noticed the car just sitting there I told my husband to look and right as I said that the car started moving and the headlights shut off now keep in mind it was like 2am at this point I said oh my god Look. I know, just try and stay focused on the road, my husband said. I looked back in my rearview mirror, and he had turned his lights on, and he was now driving extremely fast to catch up with me, and he had his high beams on. As he was now quickly approaching, he turned off his headlights yet again. My husband could sense how scared I was. Hell, I think he was a little freaked out too. I finally get to the townhouse complex, and I pull in, and the car behind me then turns on his lights and follows me in. The car then stops, as I then keep driving to pull into my parking spot. I park our truck, and then look at my husband, to which we both agree to not get out of the truck. We look back at the entrance, and the car begins to move, and then slowly creeps down the road. We then get a good look at the make and model of the car that's when i then realized that it was our creepy ass neighbor the neighbor then proceeded to park his car and he then gets out and stands on his porch staring at our truck i swear he actually did this for like a solid two to three minutes he knows we had not gotten out yet he then proceeded to open his door and go into his home my husband and i just look at each other in disbelief i told my husband Who in their right mind does that? He just shook his head and sighed. Then we went inside. We just couldn't believe what had just happened. We both agreed that he's extremely strange and to just try to avoid him at all costs. Another time where he creeped me the hell out was when once again I was at a red light and this time I was alone. Well, I just so happened to look in my rearview mirror and I see the neighbor in the car directly behind me. He was so close that he almost rear-ended me. As I was looking back, I noticed that he had this really sinister look on his face. The feeling I got when I saw him was so terrifying that I can't even begin to explain it. He had his head bowed down, and he was looking up, and he had both of his hands on the steering wheel, and he just looked so mean, like really deranged. The light turned green, and I began to drive, and he was still on my ass, so I picked up the speed a little more, and yet again, so did he. I'm now starting to panic at this point, thinking, what if he wrecks into me? I'm six months pregnant. He could cause me to lose my baby. He's still tailgating me at this point, and he still had that same sinister look on his face. It honestly looked like he wanted to hurt me. I hurried up and I turned on my left blinker then pulled over to the right as a way to distract him so I could get away without giving him the opportunity to follow me. I pulled off the road really quick and he almost caused me to wreck because of how close he was to the rear end of the truck. I called my husband and I told him what happened. My nerves at that point were shot. I gathered myself and went home and as I approached the complex, there he was. He was at the mailbox checking his mail. I pulled in and parked, and then called my mom, asking her to walk down, and I then told her everything that just happened. She quickly came and approached my passenger door. As she approached, she said that he began to drive slowly down the road, and that when he passed by the truck, he was just staring. So I hurried up and got out, and then went into my house, making sure everything was secure, My mom couldn't believe how he acted. My sister found out about the situation and began to dig deep. She's the private investigator of the family. Well, we soon found out that he was a convicted murderer who had done the unspeakable. This guy had murdered his lover and slept beside the dead corpse for days. He was planning on getting rid of the body, but luckily, he got caught in the act. He tried claiming insanity, but he ended up getting denied. He served time and was released a few short years too soon. I began to become very paranoid after I would found out what he had done. I always made sure to lock every door, every window, everything I could do to feel safe. I did it. I also carried a gun with me everywhere I went. Legally, of course. I was scared of him. Hell. I had every reason to be scared of him. A couple of months had passed and my dad and husband was out working on the truck while my mom and I and my newborn baby was sitting on the porch trying to enjoy the evening. We both noticed his car pull into the complex and he was blasting the song, I've had the time of our life. You know, the iconic song in the movie Dirty Dancing. He's slowly creeping down the road and as always, just staring at me and my mother and he drives down to his parking spot beginning to pull into a spot and then puts his car in reverse and then backing up to where he has a clear view of me and my mom and his turn plum around in his car staring at us all while that song is still blaring my mom and i tell my husband and dad to get up at that point they've had enough they said they were going to go ask him what the hell he's staring at well, he sees them walking towards his vehicle, and he then speeds off down the alleyway. I don't think I'll ever be able to listen to that song ever again without thinking of that creep. Thanks for ruining that for me. I really appreciate it. He eventually moved out a short time after that, and I couldn't have been happier. I was finally able to feel a piece in my own home again. I sometimes see him out and about in town, and when I do... I'm instantly reminded of just how fearful he once made me feel. He really is one hell of a creep.